Welcome to Business Buzz with your host, Frank Hellring. Do you own a small business or does that small business own you? Are you seeking increased sales, more loyal customers, lower operation costs, and brand loyalty? If you're interested in elevating your brand and expanding your reach, then Business Buzz will put it all together for you with expert guests, resources that make sense, and your opportunity to be heard. Get ready to call in with your questions and comments at 1-866-472-5790. That's 1-866-472-5790. Business Buzz is out to put the buzz back into your business. Here's your host, Frank Hellring. Hey, can you hear the buzz? Welcome wherever you may be. You have found Business Buzz. I'm your host, Frank Hellring, and we're coming to you live, prime time, on the Voice America Business Network channel. And Business Buzz is brought to you today by Moda Business Solutions because they have resources that make sense. Well, I'll tell you what, Moda has been an incredible support to my show, almost two years running now. And let me tell you something, if you're a small business out there today and you need a product or service that can help you in marketing, communications, or cutting operational costs, you need to pick up the phone right now and dial 858-251-4640. That's 858-251-4640. Because Moda Business Solutions that have incredible products and services vendors extraordinaire can really help to blacken your bottom line to contact the show you can call us toll free at 877 number three n-o-w-b-u-z or go to my live landing page which is dot live and leave me some contact information and i'll get with you and maybe we can talk about you being a guest on my show sometime soon well shout out to one of my national advertisers let tip l-e-t-i-p.com b2b organization extraordinaire 4,500 small businesses coast to coast in this country exploding in the northeast let me tell you something you could spend a lot of money on marketing. You could spend a lot of money on communications. You could spend a lot of money on door hangers, direct mail. But let me tell you something. When you've got a bevy of other small businesses in that room at that breakfast or lunch, all focused on promoting you, it doesn't get any better than that. And the reason being is because that seat that you sit in is only occupied by that particular market sector in the small business community. If you go to other particular persuasions, sometimes you got three real estate agents, two guys to cut your lawn, four guys to come out to do your plumbing. That is not the case with letip.com. So get with letip.com and have them get you in contact with a chapter reference today. I'll tell you what, and I'm going to continue to talk about it on this show. I'm going to be taping at the 1st of September with my co-host, Natasha Friedman. We're going to go after the IRA bill. Yeah, isn't it amazing that they named it that? Inflation Reduction Act, give me a break. It's going to bring about some incredible changes in the small business community. And Natasha and I are going to tear that baby apart in a tape session, and we're going to air it live in October sometime, right near the midterm election. So I'm telling you right now, you need to be sitting back and getting excited about what we're going to be doing with that because what you don't know can be absolutely amazing. But you do know that 86,000 IRS agents have got you in their crosshairs with $80 billion that's being spent in this incredible bill. So let me tell you something. You need to pay attention to this show. I'll keep giving you more and more preface on it as we get closer to the date. 
Well, I'll tell you what, this show today I'm so excited about because it's almost like a culmination of everything that I've been doing for you on this platform. And I've had it in my bones really since 2016. The title of the show is Interrelationship Merchant Marketing. Is it possible? Now, I know you don't know how to spell that term, but we're going to break it down for you in the show today because I've got an incredible guest with me today, Kenneth Meadows. Ken and I go back, my goodness, several years. We met, lack of a better term, happenstance in another persuasion and whatnot where we basically shared the same desire to help small businesses in a very majestic way. And let me tell you something, Kenneth and I are now involved in a couple of persuasions that are going to make some changes in the small business community delivery out there and how you can be of more benefit to your customer base. So Kenneth Meadows, hey, buddy, and entrepreneur, small business person, welcome to Business Buzz. All right. Thank you. I appreciate it. You know, um, before the shutdowns, um, I was working two full-time jobs running a restaurant, running a business in Miami, a separate one in the hotel industry. And, and um, you know, as, as like a lot of people, it was affected immediately, especially in a, in a tourism city, you know, where it just, it was a ghost town, right? And um, it really got me thinking about how we were to move forward and how we could help small business. And it really righteously got me angry about the situation too, because, it really tied our ability to to think the way we've always thought about business. Things need to be different. How are we going to navigate that, right? Um, you know, me, I'm native to Oregon, Oregon, but I'm I'm here in Florida. Uh, was a traditional business owner for over 20 years, um, but it was a seasonal business, so I always had my hand in the hotel restaurant industry, and um, you know, dealing with people is exactly what I always did. So I was able to really, you know, connect with people on a good level, uh, help uh, mentor people and, 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 you know, create that, that unity. And I really feel like that's what we need again in small businesses. We need to build unity, not just in our community, but within the ranks of our people there, you know, everything's being shattered and broken. Well, we need to go right back to the base of, of what, made us great in this in this country right you know kenneth i'm telling you something we all know what happened during the pandemic what ended up happening is we got shut in right back in our homes for 90 days especially here in california and then we got shut out from our customer bases right that little hiccup right there caused a heck of a lot of havoc and then the politicians came along and said oh we can solve this with crutch loans like EIDLs, like 3PP loans, like California relief grants. And I'm sure you had that happen in the state of Florida as well. Well, now all those monies are gone. The crutch loans are in the buy and buy, right? There's a few things out there called like the employment retirement uh, uh, tax credit and different things along those lines. But the bottom line here is that we are in a vein right now where small businesses have to return to profitability. So when I say to you, enter relationship merchant marketing how does that strike you ken as a small business person well it just goes right back to that one word unity right uh, how can we have unity if we're not doing the things implement every day on how we how we relate to our customers how we re relate to our employees so that they want to be part of your mission and your call as a business 
You know, you're gonna you're gonna fall off the tracks if you don't bring unity in and make it as a standard practice. Well, I'll tell you what, let's step back and break it down for the audience right now. Obviously, the greatest form of marketing known to the mind of man is word of mouth. You agree? Yeah. Okay. The graduating principle from that is a referred lead, right? That's where that particular prospect became a customer and tells another person, which creates another customer for you, right? Yeah. Well, that's not what I'm talking about here. I'm talking about interrelationship merchant marketing. I'm talking about going to a world that says merchant endorsed referral of customer. Let me ask you a question. Does it get any better than that? It's a handshake that way. It's not just cold. Right? It's more than that. I'll tell you why. Because the greatest asset that the small business community has at its disposal right now is that CRM customer base. Okay. And let me say this. When salesforce.com came out of nowhere, right? They concentrated on the big 50, the big 100, the big fortune 500 companies. And they said, give us five minutes, give us five minutes. And if we don't convince you that in that period of time, we're out the door, right? And they sat in front of these CEOs that were willing to listen to them. And they said, he who controls the data controls the customer. The rest is history. Salesforce became that CRM in that space. And now, of course, we have all kinds of other knockoffs in that realm. But the bottom line here, is it just about rostering customers? Is it just about getting appointments set on a diligent basis? Or is it the fact that that customer base represents <clears throat> the treasure chest of that business? Yeah, it becomes... Um a mechanism, right? That's what we're after, Ken. You hit the nail right on the head. We're after in this show to create a mechanism to help small businesses recover, rejuvenate, and return to profitability. That's what this show is all about. That's what my heart's all about. That's what we started this mission to do in the fact that small businesses are not small. I hate that word, small, in front of business. I think it's a misnomer. I think it's a mischaracterization. When you are 85% of our hiring and 50% of our GDP, you are not small. You agree with that, Ken? Yeah, it's, it's the greater um, piece of the pie, really, um, for how we do business anywhere in the world, really. It's small business. You know, small business is a universal application, is it not? It's all over the world, you know. Now, my show, obviously, right now is geared to the United States marketplace. I'm heard from coast to coast. But I do have listeners, believe it or not, <laughs> my last statistical report from Voice America, which tracks all my listeners from week to week, I had 306 listeners in China. I don't know about you, but I didn't sleep well a couple of nights knowing I had 306 people who don't believe in small business that are state-controlled listening to my show because I'm wondering how many of those happen to be sitting in front of a computer, <laughs> you know, doing something along the lines I don't want them doing. But setting that aside, okay, 
we had this incredible pandemic that came along and said, you have to be social distanced. You know, I think that's an absolutely incredible, ridiculous terminology, because how in the world can you be social if you're distanced? And how can you be distanced and be social, right? So when we look at small businesses and the power that they have, what is the power that they have, Ken? That power is the relationship factor, right? That they have with their customer base. Would you agree? Yeah, absolutely. When you talk about the cost of marketing, it is seven times more expensive to get an outside-in new customer as opposed to massaging and working with an existing customer in your customer base. That's about three times more expenses. You want to spend 30 cents on the dollar or do you want to spend 70 cents in the dollar? Isn't that what it comes down to? Well, you think about it too, though, is, is when you have a fractured community and a fractured business, which is what this has caused, you better go back to community or it's just going to fracture even more. Let's get into brass tacks here, okay? Why do you think it is? And believe me, I think this rings true because I've been out there in that small business community now about 50 some odd years, right? In different veins, different uh, persuasions, all the way from corporate down to basically what I have right now, which is a small business, a medical aesthetic practice with my wife and Yorba Linda since 2013. So I turn the key in the door. I pay the insurances. I hire and fire employees. Believe me, I know what I'm talking about when it comes to small business because I are one, right? But the bottom line here is that small businesses have a power quotient, okay, that I think they don't realize. And that power quotient is they're closer to that customer than Amazon, Alibaba, Costco, or anybody else because they have them in that CRM database, right? Yeah. Well, let me ask you a question. Yeah, but let me ask you a question. Do you think when the wonderful bookseller of Amazon came in and sat before all of his higher ups. And he said, it's all about the customer. It's all about the customer. It's all about the customer. And he said, anybody that doesn't get that, you're fired. And then they concentrated not on B2B. They already had that, right? They had vendors around the block that wanted to get on Amazon. Where he concentrated was B2C. And guess what? They've done an admirable job of that because that's business to consumer, right? we got about three minutes before we go on the break here. I think we need to come back and revisit this, Ken, after this break. But I want to start drilling down into what it's going to take necessary to convince small businesses that what they need to do basically is look over their shoulder and realize that the best asset they have in their hands today already exists in that face of that computer called their CRM database. Would you agree with that, Ken? Yes, sir. All right, sir. We are going to take a quick break here. You're listening to the Business Buzz with Frank Hellring live on Voice America Business Network, brought to you now by CaliforniaSeniorGuide.com. Let me tell you something. That's one of my biggest sponsors. They represent about a million eyeballs and sets of ears in the state of California alone. And one of the biggest market areas in the United States, which happens to be seniors, that represents $3.5 trillion worth of marketable economic value of putting that in your pocket as a small business. So if you have a product or a service 
and you'd like to get a quarter page ad, an eighth page ad, a half page ad, or a full page ad like Voice America and I have in the latest publication, you need to go to CaliforniaSeniorGuide.com right now today. You'll get a pop-up box that comes up on the screen. They'll ask you for your email address and put that information in and somebody will get back to you and talk to you about how you can become part of one of the biggest market sectors out there. And let me tell you something, we have a new plan on the offering and we've been meeting about it and we think that we're gonna put all the pieces together of creating a TV show, yeah, a TV show that goes right in the front door of all these senior sitters, gets up on those big screens that are in their little cubicle back there and also in their meeting rooms and things like that, that are all senior oriented related type of subject matter and live interviews with seniors on the show. Hey, I'll tell you something. It doesn't get any better than that from an advertising standing point of view, because then we are touching that senior community where they live, and you can be an advertiser on that. So stay tuned, because we're going to be talking more about that. Well, I've been talking with Kenneth Meadows, my longtime business associate. We've got the same heart for small business. That's the reason why I've got him on the show today. And we're going to be right back after you have my advertisers get a chance to talk to you with more buzz for your business. Moda Business Solutions is your one-stop shop with a focus on time and cost savings. We let you, the business owner, focus on running your businesses instead of searching for quality products and services. Cash is king, and we strive to put more cash into your pocket. Moda Business Solutions provides top-of-the-line products and services, connecting you with trending companies. Are you ready to grow your business? Call Moda Business Solutions at 858-251-4640 or visit us online at modabusinesssolutions.com. At LaTip, in everything we do, we believe in the importance of small business success. And we believe in helping small businesses reach their growth goals. The way we help small businesses is by building relationships, training on how to expand those relationships into closable leads, and providing technology to efficiently interact within those relationships. We just happen to run business networking meetings. Want to come to one? This is the power of LaTip. Visit LaTip.com for more information. That's L-E-T-I-P dot com. We're always looking for guests, resources, and business promotion. Would you like to be a guest on the show? Do you have a resource that can help small businesses increase sales, lower costs, and amplify brand loyalty? Do you have a business that needs to elevate your brand and expand your reach? If any of these sound like a fit for you, you need to partner with us. Call us at 877-3-NOW-BUZZ. That's 877-366-9289. And discover how Business Buzz and Business Watch can take your message and company further. Again, give us a call at 877-3-NOW-BUZZ. 877-366-9289. Business Watch is your outreach to feel the pulse and increase the buzz in your business community. Invite Frank to be a speaker at your next event. We can create a live promotional video with you at your next event to brand your brand. Visit businessbuzz.com. Having Frank come speak at your event can motivate your team and your customers, which means he can also motivate the growth of your business. It's time to take it to the next level. Visit businessbuzz.com and watch things grow. You're listening to Business Buzz with your host, Frank Hellring. 
To reach the live show, please call 1-866-472-5790. Again, that's 1-866-472-5790. Or send Frank an email at info at businessbuzz.com. That's info at B-I-Z-Z-N-E-S-S buzz.com. Now, back to Business Buzz. Hey, welcome back to Business Buzz. I'm your host live here, Frank Hellring, on the Business Buzz Show. I've got Kenneth Meadows, a longtime associate of mine. We're talking about interrelationship merchant marketing. Now, I know that's a big term for you, my listening audience out there, to kind of put your arms around. But So what we're going to try to do for you right now is drill down into this and get some real you know, hard and fast business acumen on this so you understand it better. Listen, when I was in LATIP and I was a president of LATIP, they had two basic ways of small businesses getting access to leads, okay? One was called an inside tip, and an inside tip was what happened between the members of the organization. The guy who was cutting lawns ended up cutting your lawn. The guy who was fixing your refrigerator ended up fixing your refrigerator. And then they had an outside category, which basically meant this is something that had nothing to do with the people in the room. This is when those businesses actually began to advertise your business, either their customer base or other people that they came in contact with during the week. And you know what ended up happening is that the ratio, when I took over the presidency of the second biggest chapter, was about 80-20. 80% inside, 20% out. When I left that presidency, it was about 50-50. 50% in, 50% out. Because it's all about getting into that sweet spot, which is that customer relationship management database of customers. That's where we need to get. Would you agree with that, Kenneth? Yes, sir. Gotta love it. Here's the thing. And this is the thing that disturbs me more than anything is the fact that most businesses look at that customer roster as owned by that business hands off. You ain't touching that. Not right. The not sign goes up over the database and says that belongs to me. But is that really true, Ken? What are the e-predators doing right now? The Alibabas, the Amazons, the Ebays, the Costcos of this world. Are they not concentrating in that business consumer slot? Are they not doing everything they can to put a product and a service and convenience and putting it at their front door the next day? Is that not where they're concentrating their resources right now and their billions of dollars to basically sneak in the back door of small businesses and start siphoning out that asset? You bet. You bet. Let me tell you why I know that. I did three shows in New York over the last two years. And on one of those shows, the guy told me that Amazon was in the process of building one of the biggest distribution centers in a dilapidated area of Brooklyn. I guess what they did is they bulldozed some buildings to the ground and they're putting up one of the biggest distribution centers in the history of the state of New York. And you know why that is, Ken? Because in Manhattan on that island, one third of the small business community crashed and burned during the pandemic you know when you create a vacuum which is what that did right now all of a sudden you don't have those businesses serving the public that creates a vacuum what's going to get sucked in there is amazon building this massive distribution center right so what is amazon capitalizing on a bunch of capital customer base out here that is no longer attached to small businesses do i have it 
Yeah. Yeah. Is it that the, the strategy? It's the uh, community uh, Walmart effect. Yeah. And now that you brought that up, let's go there. Walmart was all over the country, right? And now lately you hear, oh, Walmart shut down 600 stores. Where did they shut down those 600 stores? They didn't shut them down in Chicago. They didn't shut them down in LA. They didn't shut them down in New York. Where they shut them? In the towns and the villages and the hamlets, the small little hamlets, the small little towns, the small little villages in America. Why? Because small businesses used to occupy those little towns, small villages and hamlets. All of a sudden the Walmart goes up and sucks the life out of that community in the small business community. Now they haven't got enough, right, to support that massive infrastructure. So they shut down that building and start moving more towards the metropolitan focus, which is what they're all about to begin with. You agree, Ken? Yeah, they're creating that more of that 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 fracturing of of community, fracturing of uh, resources, everything. Let's get into what I was lacking in 2016 when I put this incredible persuasion together called this interrelationship merchant marketing idea. Okay, I was sitting in a seminar, and all of a sudden it went across the airwaves. We have an internet back then, right? That Google lost 10% of their entire shareholder value in the first quarter of 2016. Their phone rang off the hook from the shareholders. It rocked Wall Street. I mean, you got this megapolis right company out here that controls most of the computers, and all of a sudden they lose 10% of shareholder value. That's big stuff, right? That's a big number. And then when they drilled down into it, they found out that it was digital mobile application. Let me take it one step further. When I'm out with small businesses today, I do a little exercise. I tell them to take out their right arm and stretch it out like this with palm up. Then I ask them to hand me their smartphone and I place it in their hand in a landscape position, right? And then I ask them to curl those four fingers up behind that phone until they've got it in landscape, but they're looking at the face of that phone. And I say to them, what are you looking at? And they look at me sometimes like a raccoon looking at a set of truck headlights. What do you want me to say? It's my smartphone. No, it's not your smartphone. It's your billboard of your business. And if you aren't there, you are not going to be in business probably 24 months from now because everything is headed that way. You agree, Ken? Yeah, and it's just everything's shifting so quickly that if you don't play a role in that, you're, you're going to lose your connectivity to your source of growth your source of profitability, all the things that ha that keep a small business alive. Let me tell you something that's an absolute truth and fact, and there is an urgency to what we're talking about today because we're looking at the pandemic and we're saying, well, we're coming out of the end of this tunnel walking, right, for almost two years. And, you know, the politicians are saying, oh, small business is exploding, but in what sectors? And let me tell you what sectors matters, because according to the National Federation of Independent Businesses, in a report that they did in 2008 to 2015, and we all remember who was in the presidential seat during that era, right? Small businesses, and I'm not talking applications to get on an internet business or MLM or something like that. I'm not talking about that. I'm talking about brick and mortar, storefront, corner of 4th and Main. We lost 14.2% of our small business community from 2008 to 2015. That's a very small window, Ken. 
Now, fast forward into this era, into the pandemic from 2020 to now where we are today, the number it looks like could be as high as 22%, maybe as high as 25%. Ken, let me ask you a question from a trend standpoint of view. Can we sustain those type of numbers? We couldn't sustain the 14%, really, if you're being honest. So 2022, 24, that's why we're heading into or we're in a recession because of the shutdowns and how long they held us in that, in that uh, stalemate and then artificially inseminated it with false cash positive that people weren't being wise with, a lot of them. What you're saying is mismanagement of the funds that the CARES Act came up with and all these other bills that these incredible politicians passed in Washington, right? Yeah, and then infusing monies into areas so people were able to buy cars that they couldn't afford, this and that. Come on, you got to be smart. I would, you know, you, you can't expect a temporary fix to be a long-term solution. It just doesn't work. Well, let's drill down some more here because, you know, digital marketing, right? And you hear that term, analogy, a lot, right? It went along with the SEO and the MSO and all this stuff and whatnot the small businesses got exposed to. But now this smartphone, which costs now 1000 or 1100 or 1200 or whatever the heck the latest price is with inflation, can literally not only be a communications platform, it can run world commerce, right? So if I turn around and I say, if your business isn't on that smartphone, you are in serious trouble. Because what was lacking when we kind of envisioned this idea of interrelationship merchant marketing was the mechanism, was the technology to be able to band these small businesses together. That is no longer a block. That is no longer a hurdle, Kenneth. We do have the means to do it. It's the digital mobile application. It's the digital app approach. And this is what that can accomplish. Are you ready? Cross-marketing of merchants B2B. See, before to get in a relationship, you had to go to a tip meeting or you had to go over here or we had to go over there, chamber of commerce, or whatever, to bounce off of small business owners in, you know, magnanimity and a lot of, uh, of uh, population, right? Now, with this digital mobile application, this digital app capability that's on a smartphone, you can literally create that cross-marketing merchant-to-merchant uh, merchant B2B which will create a cross-marketing eventually of customer bases, B2C. You see where that's going, Ken? It has to be uh, completely a way of, of creating synergy and community all within that same platform. Expand on that. Well, if, if I have a customer base and I have a way of communicating through this cross-marketing, we can share uh, our leads, we can share our connections, we can share business. Quit being so stingy. We need unity and community within the business and within the business to customer at the same time. You know, Kenneth, I've been saying that all along. If you look at my show description, I have three watchwords there, unity, relationship, and the law of reciprocity. And if we remember our former president, President Trump, every single time he talked about small business, he talked about the law of reciprocity, right? 
and we have to get back to that. Now, let's take it one step further. We've been talking about cross-marketing of merchant to merchant B2B, which is merchants basically getting together in relationship, and we'll expand upon that. The cross-marketing of customer bases, which eventually could lead to what I will term to be customer convergence. Have you ever heard of that term, Ken? Yes, sir. Customer convergence, right? And then the third one, which I think is even more important and we need to go to, is pollination of the community via identity branding, local and regional. That keyword pollination is where we have to create some type of mechanism that puts that stick to between the small business and their existing customer. Are you with me, Ken? Yeah, yeah, exactly. The other side of the coin is, is that today, people, I would say probably more than ever, are looking for a deal, right? They better. They better, especially in an inflationary economy, right? There's an old saying. Even on a good economy. Exactly. There's an old saying, and I used to use it all the time when I was in benefits, when I was in uh, doing, you know, group major medical, when I was in the insurance game for 20 years. I used to sit with HR people and I would say, let me ask you a question. Would you agree with me that salary attracts, but benefits retain? And their head would always bounce up and down, right? Because really, at the end of the day, benefits became what we used to call a hidden paycheck, right? Could it be possible? Could it be possible? to come up with a benefits platform that could be communicated to a customer by that small business and the customer realizing that the only way that they would have learned about this or been exposed to it was through the advent of that small business caring enough to make the move necessary to inform that customer that these savings exist. Let's talk a little bit about this company out here called Nexus, right, Ken? Give a little bit about what this company's up to. Well, it it really fits all the parameters for all the key uh, points that, points of contact for a business or person, any business or person to, uh, you know, Cut, cut costs on their daily things that they you know they're going to spend money on anyway. Um, don't have it be a, a, a burden on your pocketbook. It's just a solution, but it has to be in every area that you need. It can't be just one thing. It's got to be you know fuel. It's got to be you know the things you know you're going to need for your daily lives. Well, let's talk about that for a second. Right now, you hear it, and we talked about it before we got on the show. Right, the gas price of gas is coming down. Really? <laughs> Tell that to a truck driver, right? Who's paying probably five, six bucks northwards on diesel right now. And believe me, that's affected you know, supply and demand tremendously, right? As far as getting products to the shelves. But the bottom line here is that this nexus persuasion that we're talking about here, they actually can save a consumer on gas beginning at 15 cents a gallon, right? 15 cents a gallon. They simply sign up for this incredible program. They go to the gas stations that are designated on that app, and they're going to save an immediate 15 cents savings on a gallon of gas. And then if they get excited about it and tell the butcher, the baker, the candlestick maker, their in-laws and outlaws, and they get involved in this, and they get involved from the recommendation of that customer, and that number reaches 10 people, then that same 15 cents graduates to $1.50 a gallon, right, Ken? 
Now does it become monetarily valued to go to the gas station? More importantly, probably to pull out that digital app and start telling others how much savings you're getting every single time you see that baby spending. Yeah, you know that too. And you know, it's not just your customers, it's also your vendors. Everyone you're doing business with. Any, you know, community, uh, your church. You should be telling everyone ways to save money in any way that you can. You know, um, that's just, you're going to create a better community when you're helping people with with all those key things that we're all trying to, you know, or should be focusing on at the very least, right? Right. Now, let me ask you a question. We go back to that word pollination, right? Which I think is a big word. It's a huge word. And if you think about it from the aspect, you know, and of course, you know, the name of my show is Business Buzz. It's got bees all over it and things like that. But if you take a look at a bee, right? A bee goes out from the hive, right? And they go to flower to flower to flower to flower to flower to flower to flower. flower. And what do they do? They pollinate, right? They pull, but they give. They pull, but they give. That, I believe, is achievable in the small business community. And I think by having benefit platforms like Nexus, where that small business community puts that out to that small you know, business database of customers, and the customers get excited about saving on gas, about saving on groceries, about saving on tire, whatever, okay? All of that is going to basically funnel right back up into that small business in gratitude. Would you agree with that? It just, it's just, a, um, it's exactly what's, what needs to happen. Well, I'll tell you what, with all these benefits we talked about, we got close to my break here. I got to take a quick break here. Listen, we're going to take a quick break here. You'll listen to Business Buzz for Frank Howling live on Voice America. And right now we need to talk about business group resources. Let me tell you something. You need to pick up the phone and you need to get with business group resources today because this particular persuasion is absolutely amazing. And this is going to be R&D tax credit. I'm going to come back with it in the second element of the show because we haven't got enough time to go to the break. So I will give you all the information at that time. We're going to be right back with Ken Meadows. We're going to be talking about interrelationship merchant marketing, giving you more and more information on that and more buzz for your business. Moda Business Solutions is your one-stop shop with a focus on time and cost savings. We let you, the business owner, focus on running your businesses instead of searching for quality products and services. Cash is king, and we strive to put more cash into your pocket. Moda Business Solutions provides top-of-the-line products and services, connecting you with trending companies. Are you ready to grow your business? Call Moda Business Solutions at 858-251-4640 or visit us online at modabusinesssolutions.com. At LaTip, in everything we do, we believe in the importance of small business success. And we believe in helping small businesses reach their growth goals. The way we help small businesses is by building relationships, training on how to expand those relationships into closable leads, and providing technology to efficiently interact within those relationships. We just happen to run business networking meetings. Want to come to one? This is the power of LaTip. Visit LaTip.com for more information. That's L-E-T-I-P dot com. We're always looking for guests, resources, and business promotion. Would you like to be a guest on the show? Do you have a resource that can help small businesses increase sales, lower costs, and amplify brand loyalty? 
Do you have a business that needs to elevate your brand and expand your reach? If any of these sound like a fit for you, you need to partner with us. Call us at 877-3-NOW-BUZZ. That's 877-366-9289. And discover how Business Buzz and Business Watch can take your message and company further. Again, give us a call at 877-3-NOW-BUZZ. 877-366-9289. Business Watch is your outreach to feel the pulse and increase the buzz in your business community. Invite Frank to be a speaker at your next event. We can create a live promotional video with you at your next event to brand your brand. Visit businessbuzz.com. Having Frank come speak at your event can motivate your team and your customers, which means he can also motivate the growth of your business. It's time to take it to the next level. Visit businessbuzz.com and watch things grow. PPP, COVID-19, SBA, is there a way? It's time for Business Watch, where your voice matters. Call into the show at 1-866-472-5790. That's 1-866-472-5790. Or drop us an email at info at businessbuzz.com. That's info at B-I-Z-Z-N-E-S-S buzz.com. We know you've got something to say. Now, here's Frank Hellring, Business Watch, where your voice matters. Hey, we're back live now on Business Watch. This is a segment of the show where we open up the phone lines in Phoenix and allow you, my listening audience, to call in live to the show so you can mix it up with me or my incredible guest, Kenneth Meadows, today. So pick up that phone and dial 866-472-5790. That's 866-472-5790. And you can be live on Business Watch right now. Well, I'm going to circle back to my advertiser, Business Group Resources. Couldn't get this in before the end of the break. Listen, if you're a small business out there right now and you're concerned about 86,000 IRS agents being targeted to your small business, because that's exactly what these politicians just did to us back in Washington, you need to pick up the phone right now and dial 877-857-6875. That's 877-857-6875. Business Group Resources can tell you within 15 minutes whether or not you qualify for an R&D tax credit rebate back from the IRS with 6% compounded tax-free interest. So listen, I don't know about you, IRS doesn't give back anything, but they do in this case, and they can tell you within 15 minutes whether or not you qualify or not. And we're not talking chicken feed here. We're talking hundreds of thousands of dollars that you have stockpiled over the last three years that you pay taxes that you can get that money back. So pick up that phone and dial 877-857. 6875 and get with business group resources today. Well, Ken, we've been talking about interrelationship merchant marketing. I'll tell you what, I want to see if we can't get a visual in this because in a sense, I think my listening audience out there, maybe, you know, is like a raccoon looking at a set of truck headlights. I mean, they kind of get a little bit, probably 10% of what we're talking about, but I'm going to do a little role play here with you. Okay. So we kind of crystallize where we're going with this. Okay. Thank you. You don't know me from Adam. I approach your business and I find out from you, Ken, that you have a thousand customers in your database. And the first thing I'm going to ask you, Ken, is what are you doing to stay in contact with that database? Email, text, um, conversations, calls. Let me ask you a question, Uh, Ken. If there was a mechanism, if there was a way, to reward your customer base 
without having to have you go back and get an education as a small business to open up another business, like a lot of these other persuasions that have come along, or it's not a rewards program where they're going to hit you with nine to 11% of your price point, right? At point of sale, or it's not a group on where they're going to hit you for a haircut of 50% or even higher, right? Or you don't put a product or service on Amazon where you hand out 30%. I'm talking about putting out a benefits platform that'll save customers on gas, groceries, you name it. And then possibly, possibly saving you on merchant processing fees the next time they come through the door. Let me ask you a question, Kim. Would you be willing to put that type of platform out if it enhanced your benefit offerings to your customer base, brought a smile to their face, and they remember you as the person to put it in their hands? Absolutely. Great. Now you put that in your business, right? With a thousand customers. You get excited about it, Ken, right? All of a sudden you're down at a tip meeting or a BNI or something like that. And you run into six other guys or gals that go, wow, Ken, how can I do that? I got a thousand customers too. And they turn around and they implement it in their CRM. What did that do to your customer reach, Ken? You started with a thousand customers. Now you brought in relationships, six other businesses with a thousand customer base each. What is your customer reach now? Many thousands more. 7,000, Ken. Your thousand plus the six they just brought in relationship with you, right? And right. why is that, Ken? Because you all have a commonality of that benefits platform that you're all putting out, right? And the customers yes, are starting to basically come together like a Chinese fire drill and starting to converge to get exposed to these now seven companies that offer this incredible benefits platform, right? Now, yes. let's make a crazy wild assumption that those six businesses get excited and they go out and find six more, six more, right? Each. And they get them motivated and they put that in their customer database. Do you know what happens to your customer reach way back with your thousand customers, Ken? Yeah. It jumps to 42,000, 42,000. So you've gone from a thousand, six relationships, six more relationships. Now you're at 42,000 reach. Let me ask you a question. Do you think this could be done in a tight geographical community area? Could this be done in a city? Could this be done within a chamber of commerce? The answer to that question is yes. Okay. Beyond that, let's say that that outer fringe of six, right? All of a sudden they get excited and they do the same thing. Do you know what that number jumps to, Ken? It jumps to 258 thousand customer reach four levels creates 258,000 customers that are now in a commonality of relationship on the same incredible benefits platform all sponsored by these sponsoring small businesses and you know what i call that ken i call that customer based expansion have you ever heard that terminology no. Does it make sense? Yeah, and it needs to be it needs to be able to be uh, synergistic where everyone wins. You know what's amazing about this type of approach is that it's really depending upon the choice of the platform to put this stickiness out there to reward the customer, right? To reward the customer and not just 
with something that that small business offers to that customer, but the willingness of the small business to expose that customer to all these other businesses out here that have all that other persuasion. And the way the connection happens is this incredible smartphone with a common digital app that everybody shares. Does that make sense, Ken? Absolutely. Okay. So let me ask you a question. Do you think interrelationship merchant marketing, which I think creates eventually its own digitalized chamber of commerce. Is that doable? Yeah, it's kind of like connecting all the chambers together, right? In, in for each community, um, there's no breakage. You know, it was amazing, Ken, during the pandemic, I got involved in an organization of chambers of commerce <clears throat> that uh, formed this organization called Save Small Business Coalition.org. And they got about 200 chambers of commerce in 28 states involved in this thing. And then what happened to, like it always does, right? The fizzle went out and it stalled. And I think it's still out there, but it never got to the thousand or 2,000 chambers of commerce. That was the goal to get them involved to get these chambers back to D.C. to tell the small business community story to all these, excuse the expression, airhead politicians that never turned the key in the door in a small business, never met a payroll, never fired or hired an employee. They don't know what they're talking about when it comes to small business. And that's a big part of the mission that I have on this show that somewhere, somehow down the road, we get a cross section of representation on an airplane, fly back to D.C., get in front of these Senate subfinance committees, hopefully after midterms with people who have listening ears and not incredible blank stares on their face or eyeballs that are glazed over. But let me say this to you. I believe that if we can put a movement together, like interrelationship merchant marketing, we can do this organically from the ground up. What do you think are the possibilities of retaking our streets, Ken? bringing incredible harmony back to our communities, creating jobs. More importantly, you think it might happen that once these businesses get into relationship, that they might find a way to barter services. You remember that business acumen and principle? Let me tell you something. I did it. I got a beautiful $5,000 vinyl wrapped job on one of my vehicles now called the Buzzmobile. And guess what? The guy who created that design, who put that incredible vinyl wrap on my car, we have a barter relationship. If I can do it, you can do it. Yeah, you know, it's, it's, it kind of goes right back to what I uh, said earlier too about a mechanism, right? And that mechanism is through something we all have, and that's the smartphone and, an, and a simple app. Ken, it's so simple. You know, there's a business acumen, right, principle out there called KISS, right? Keep it simple, stupid. And I happen to basically adhere to that principle. But, you know, sometimes I think we get so focused. It's almost like, remember the exercise where they took the piece of paper, right? And they said, do you have a problem, right? And you take the piece of paper and you slap it up in front of your face, right? And, and the guy goes, what do you see? <laughs> I said, all I see is lines on a, on a you know, 11 by 7 uh, piece of paper. And he said, oh, okay, so that's the problem you got, right? 
And I said, yeah. I said, I could see that. I said, do me a favor. Start slowly moving that back from your nose and tell me what you see. I said, oh, my goodness. The paper isn't quite as big. It doesn't block my vision. It's got four corners. It's got four sides, right? I can now see it's got a different dimension. He said, keep it moving it back. Keep it moving it back. Let me ask you a question. Is your problem getting manageable? And I said, yeah, yeah. He said, it's so simple, isn't it? See, the problem is if I go into, say, like a chamber of commerce, right? And we've got three minutes to go on the show and I want to get this in. They all show up for that incredibly overpriced lunch or breakfast, all waiting for that wicker basket to come around with hopefully a lead, right? And what they don't realize is sitting at that table of 10 people, they represent probably 50 or 60,000 customer reach. That's where we got to get, Ken. That's where we got to get. Listen, we're going to go close out the show. I wish we could go on. We can't. Ken, do me a favor. Give everybody out there your contact information and certainty management because you guys do an incredible job of saving nonprofits a ton of money. Go ahead. Yeah, I appreciate it. You know, as a consultant and business, you hear the word consultant. It really doesn't tell you what we do. So I'm just going to say text certainty to 27686. It'll give you an insider view. Click all the little areas that we focus on. What's different about what we do, the heart of what we do, why we want to help small business and create the, the, the fundraising in, as, a, as a mechanism uh, from those resources, right, of helping you as a small business and saving money and, and uh, cost reduction and, and uh, all the things that, that, that we, we need to do to help you. You bet. Ken, thanks so much for being my guest today. Really, thank you for the relationship that we have, the persuasions that we're involved in. You're part of a great team that we're building here nationally. And let me tell you something. I think you're absolutely indispensable for what we're, you know, going down this road together to accomplish. And uh, thank you so much for being on with me today. And thank you, yeah. my listening audience, for tuning into Business Buzz today. If you'd like to be a guest or you have a business that needs to elevate your brand or expand your reach, you can reach us toll free at 877 number 3 N O W B U Z. Or go to my live landing page, B-I-Z-Z-B-U-Z-Z-Z-Z-Z-Z-Z-Z-Z-Z-Z-Z-Z-Z-Z-Z-Z-Z-Z-Z-Z-Z-Z-Z-Z-Z-Z-Z-Z
Business news and discussions are always changing. In order to stay ahead of the game, sometimes you need to be a follower. You can follow the Voice America Business Channel on Twitter at VoiceAMBusiness. Again, that's at VoiceAMBusiness. And stay current. Voice America program.